0: magical and i feel like this is gonna be the most um galactic um episode that we've ever had we are gonna be talking about a lot of wizard shit it's my favorite thing when you start saying that and people are people will come into your room and listen to you speak and they're like wait what did i get myself into this is gonna be crazy (laughs) <laughs> and it is so amazing, and I feel like I found my people in you. And this is the first time we're actually seeing each other face to face. But I feel like so connected to you. And my husband met you, and he's like, I feel like I know Alistair. It's just bizarre.
1: I'm so grateful. It is wild and magical and weird and wonderful. But I am so grateful for that. It's uh, it's wonderful to finally be communicating. Visually, as well as on the audio side of things.
0: Because you and I host a room every Sunday um, yeah. on an app uh, where we speak about learning about your emotional language. Um, and it's really such a fun uh little show that we do for an hour and we pick a emotion, people come on and you ask them Mm. what that emotion means to them or what that feeling the last time it came up, we get into it, we speak on it. And then you do a galactic meditation at the end. And for those of you who don't know what this galactic meditation is, I will say this much. I am a huge transcendental meditation lady. I do it twice a day. Swear by it, change my life. But you took my friend Melise and I on a meditation to do past life, to speak to our past self and future self, whichever one we chose. And the craziest things came up for me where I saw my future self and not that far in the future, but I was in this white house. I could describe what the shades look like. I saw a little girl next to me who was my daughter. It was just bananas. And after that moment, I was like, take me on this wizard shit journey for the rest of my life, I don't even know how to handle this. So that's my spiel on, on Alistair Valentine
1: right well, now. Well, um, I, I don't even know what to say.
0: I want to start from the beginning because I feel so interested on knowing how does one become this being from another galaxy of being a wizard? How does this... How does this happen? Were you always fascinated by this as a child?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I grew up in a multicultural household. My dad's from Scotland. My mum's from Iran, and uh, we. I grew up in the middle of like the countryside in England, so it was quite a clash of cultures. And my dad was a massive science fiction fan, so we were watching like Star Trek, the Star Wars, and uh, Doctor Who, and all these other things, and. To me, it really just, it didn't just capture my imagination. Some of this stuff felt more like home than home as I knew it. And then as I got older, I i was a musician for many years, still am, but um, it seemed to be that it was always about working with energy. And it seemed to me like the force itself was real, as wild as that sounds, but the idea that everything was connected and had a relationship with each other and if we could understand that flow and balance that was really the tipping point for me because we all have that every last one of us has it all we need to do is remember so it's that remembering process that's where the journey starts to get different for everyone um so that's that's the fundamental thing that i would like to stress is that everyone has this connection with magic We may know it as the law of attraction or manifestation and visualization and sometimes affirmations can help hook us in. But the idea that if we can create it in our mind and then work with the subconscious mind by feeding it information using the five senses. So you remember from the meditation that we did, it was saying, well, how does it how does it look? How do you look? How does it feel? What can you hear? What can you smell? What can you taste? What can you touch? If we start giving the subconscious mind information, the subconscious mind is going to look at the world around us and go, hey, this doesn't match. So either we're going to have to reprogram this or we're going to reprogram what's around us. So this makes sense to me on a subconscious level. That's like the basis of everything that I do in the work of wizardry, basically, um, because it's the fastest way for us to align with where we want to go and what we want to be doing. and Life is, is, it is like a game of poker. We arrive with a set of cards and we can change a few of them and some of them we have to keep and we need to make the best hand with that. But by working from this perspective that we all have this wonderful connection and this magical understanding between all of us, that's where we can shift from having an ordinary life to an extraordinary life. So it's there for everyone.
0: Did it start when you were younger? I, I think that it's so great. And I think that people don't realize the effect that books and television and your imagination and, you know, make believe. And, you know, people always say, oh, well, they have a a make believe friend. I personally believe it's spirit that is speaking to children, but Mm -hmm. that's me. Um, I'm not pushing that down anyone's throat. (laughs) But do you feel that there was also beyond just, you know, kids learning so much and absorbing all this information. And I also truly believe that kids know who they truly are when they're younger and they kind of lose that as they get older because they, they hear and they feel stigmas and they're being told, Oh, well, you can't do this and you can't do that. But do you feel that, for you you used your imagination and you found more at home in galactic worlds because there was trauma in your life and because like something like that affected you like for me i I find myself still holding on to things when I was a child um that still affect who I am to this day because not that there was a, huge trauma. The trauma actually came older in my life um, was suicide and, and and you know, mental health issues with bipolar disorder. But there were actions that I did when I was younger. Like when I was two years old, I would just bang my head against the wall all day long and no one knew why I was doing it, you know. Um, and then when I was five, I mm. couldn't cross thresholds. I couldn't go from one side to the next. And there were certain things that still, I know that feeling inside. So I wonder all the time, if that's why I hold on to certain things and certain feelings and, and why my imagination was so big. And I would always do characters and I would put on stage shows, you know, in my room or for my stuffed animals, you know, things like that, because it was my way of expressing myself of not knowing how to process the trauma.
1: Mm. I, I think there is so much truth and resonant truth at that in, in what you've just described. Um, because children are a lot more keyed in to what's actually happening, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, in the, the subtle nuanced processes of our world. And it's as we go through the schooling systems, I was a teacher for a number of years as well. And I've seen that it's as things get piled on top of them, Imagine that like we come into this world and our spectrum is like this. Our vision is like that. We can see, you know, almost like a 180. Everything. And right. then as we go through, it becomes narrow. But all of this stuff is still there. So it starts to manifest and, and come out in different ways. And we have these moments of difficulty. Um, do you remember the first conversation we ever had? Where Possibly. We were talking about, I have the um, worst memory. <laughs> That's okay. It was I was telling the story of multi-dimensional healing, Yes. I connected with this younger part of myself and allowed him to come forward into the present, and then I worked with him to release the memory. the The technique that was using was called matrix re imprinting, which is a practice with EFT, which is the tapping, which I'm trained in, and all this kind Mm. of stuff. Um, but matrix re-imprinting is an offshoot of that and like a psychologist would say that our personality can split at trauma matrix re-imprinting says that our consciousness can split at trauma as well so if we're working at the level of consciousness we can start to bring that together and that's a way of bridging the gap because ultimately if we start off Unified in a manner of speaking, we obviously we have our pre-life karmas that we bring with us. Our the the deck of uh, sorry the the um the blah blah the the hand in the poker game we bring that in with us. Then if we start to kind of have that changing as we have these experiences, and this is not just like any old five cards. This is like fundamental core beliefs, character, personality, all this kind of stuff. We don't necessarily get a say in the cards that we're given, so we can pick stuff up. You know, we can have these life experiences. We can have the, you know, I have the the CPTSD, so that's like a that's like a golden card for me. That's one that that stays. I've always got that. I can learn to work with it, but it's always going to be there, even if I've woven that into the fabric. So like my jacket is grey, but what you can't see is there's black thread in it as well. That forms part of the texture. My goal is to have the CPTSD as like the black thread in the gray jacket. You can't see it, but I know it's there. It just forms part of the shade. Just
0: to clarify, what does CPSD mean so those of us who don't know can can understand?
1: So that's complex post-traumatic stress disorder. And complex post-traumatic stress disorder is the dripping tap. Mm. So that can be... um, Growing up in a volatile home, that can be uh, destructive relationships. We normally tend to think of post-traumatic stress as associated with soldiers or someone who's witnessed um, a violent act or mm-hmm. something horrendous that's like a singular moment, and that moment is relived through the body's responses. Right. The complex post-traumatic stress, it's like chasing a mouse in the dark and you don't have a torch, you know? You know it's there and it can appear, um, but through understanding and integrating and pulling together these different parts of our consciousness, we can really do interesting work. I would call anyone who says that they cure their CPTSD, they're a, a charlatan, because you can't cure something like that. It's, yeah. it's you can You can turn the volume down on it so it's just like a little hum and you don't really hear mm. it. Sooner or later, you're going to encounter a situation that's going to turn the volume right back up on that. Right. And right. we want to be prepared for that eventuality. Right. So,
0: Do you swear by the tapping?
1: Yes, I, I, I do, which is why I trained in it. And I'm currently doing my, I've qualified in it, but I have to do 50 hours of free tapping with at least 20 different people before they sign me off and I can right. be an actual tapping therapist in my own right. So,
0: And what kind of teacher were you?
1: Um, I was a music and performing arts teacher. I um, I went to music college, so like Bill and Ted style, you know, let's go study electric guitar. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds cool. Oh, my God, <laughs> I can do that. So childhood me that loved Bill and Ted, then saw this advert to go and study electric guitar at university when I was about 17 I just I'd been kicked out of home I was in an abusive relationship because it was what I was used to it was what right. I knew so my subconscious sought it out so music was the escape but music for me was that energy stream the wizard shit should we say manifesting that working with that and then I go into that and then I thought well Playing in bands is fine, touring is fine, but I'm, you know, there's gonna come a point where maybe I'm gonna wanna do something else. I thought I'll be a teacher. um, So I got teaching qualification focusing in post 16. And then weirdly, I moved down to London and then I'm suddenly a high school music teacher. So I'm not doing post 16. And then the the state schooling system in the UK is kind of all messed up. So I would be doing all of these different classes and i'm just sat there like with the biggest imposter syndrome going ah what the hell am i doing here right what wrong right? turn did you take valentine can you <laughs> <try?"> <laughs> um, but i understood that this was all preparation this was the cosmic jedi temple the jedi training understanding how our minds become conditioned how we're becoming disconnected from our emotional language and our softer skills and the ability to not just communicate with each other, but communicate with ourselves, which then led me to the point of when the lockdown hit last year in the UK, I had to leave my job two years beforehand. I had a nervous breakdown. I was basically carried out of the, of this job where I was managing. Did a...
0: you have your nervous breakdown in the job?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I did. <gasps> wow. So, I'd I'd managed to get a gig managing a music course at a fairly well-known music college in London. So from my perspective, I was then on the other side of the fence and thinking, shit, okay, I've got to a point that I can – this is a success metric. This was one of the bullshit boxes that my subconscious was ticking. And then when I was doing it, there was – it was just an absolute travesty. It wasn't about the craft of music, the articulation of the energy that music is. And they say art's how we decorate space. Well, music is how we decorate time. So for me, it was the artist and the musician, the actor, the performer, the filmmaker, the photographer. All of these people, to me, have the highest station in society because we respond, we reflect, we ask the difficult questions through our work and we respond to these questions but the music course was just about having the bums on the seats having the money coming in from these students and there was no care for them and we were having people that were having really difficult mental health crises and because of the way that the law is here we have safeguarding protocol. So I could not do anything. I could only kick it up the chain of command, which I did every time. And then one time, I came in and I found my superior. I had just found out that a student in the second year course—I was managing the first year. Second year was not my remit. They had set a date to end their own life, and one of the other students had come in and told me because um, they were like, you know, Mister Valentine, we could talk to you. And I'm like, I can't do anything about this. But what I can do is I'm going to go tell the, you know, the appropriate person. I went in and told the appropriate person. And they were messed. They had like a car leasing deal. And they were looking at like the accessories that they could add onto their car. And I was like, look, this is important. And he was just kind of like, click. Yeah. Okay. (gasps) Yeah. I'll send an email. And I'm like, dudes, you know. This is not this is not right. This is not right right at all. Um, And that was there was a few other instances of students who were clearly experiencing um, domestic abuse or they were having problems with, you know, when you get out of high school. Well, I guess it would be middle school, like comparing it to American schooling. So these are like 16 to 19 predominantly. So high school, when you get out of the what we call secondary school in the UK. You then suddenly have a lot of choices that you can make. You are then kind of master of your own life. And that tends to be the moment when a lot of stuff from childhood, when you've been in school five days a week, eight, nine hours a day, bam, your subconscious has got free time. So there was about five or six of these incidents. And I just I couldn't take not being able to do anything because I'm a kind of a by the book sort of guy Mm -hmm. and my body was just like no done yeah
0: yeah yeah.
1: that was it couldn't work for two years pretty much and then last December 2019 I was back on stage playing gigs were being booked for the coming year then lockdowns in March it's all gone so I thought what now um yeah and that was when I started doing this work instead because I realized that all of that was the training for what I'm doing now. So
0: Well, and I think that that's so important for you to share this story is a lot of people don't realize that, you know, you may not understand what the universe's plan is and you may be wondering why am I stuck in this job or why can I not figure out what I want to do? But it, and, and listen, I have a very hard time believing this all the time, but I'm reminded anytime I'm on the verge of a nervous breakdown or I feel like life isn't worth living anymore and I don't want to continue on. And then I'm very lucky to have a partner in my husband that will sit there and say, no, 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 you can't see it yet. There is a map. There is a plan. You have no idea what's about to happen. Mm. But every single little thing, every episode you do, every conversation that you have with someone, every audition you put on tape that you don't get, it is leading to somewhere else. And and he's like, I I promise you, you can't see it. And sometimes you need to hear other people's stories to really let it digest. And to understand, okay, Mm -hmm. And, and that's why it's so important what you're doing is sharing how, yes, music and art and performance was a passion of yours, and that's amazing, but it's not where you were truly meant to end up. And so just to remind everyone that you may be stuck in your nine to five job and you don't understand why you're doing this, but that realization and that aha moment is going to come and the universe is going to force you to change. And that's literally what happened to you is the universe. Had you have a nervous breakdown, you know, and to the point where it was like, "Hello, wake up, Alistair. Like shit is getting crazy. It's time to be a fucking wizard already. Like you know that's just what 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 happened?
1: that's 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 exactly it because it's the same energy that was with the music and the art and everything else that I'm working with now. Apart from now, it's dialed up to about 150, where before it felt like a 10, 20, and even that felt like a lot, you know. So it's it's very interesting. Um, To look at it in that way, I do agree.
0: And so what is your, what do you see in the grand scheme of things? So you decided, okay, you know what? I know my true passion. I know what I'm meant to be doing. I'm going to come here. I'm going to reinvent myself and go back to my Jedi state of mind. I'm going to continue with the force. I'm going to feel it inside. What was the first step that you took to change everything? What was the first you know course that you took what was what not even course i don't know i just made that up but but what was the first step to you going through this evolution
1: okay two weeks into the lockdown i was i'd got i got quite depressed like as in proper like i could see it i was heading off the cliff edge and on the other side of the cliff was just a mudslide it wasn't like a drop it was just like and i right. could see it it was coming And I was doing the dishes one night and I'm just going to go there because this is what happened. So I felt this hand on my shoulder and there was no one there. And I hear my dear auntie Carmen, who was a family friend, very close family friend, Caribbean lady. And she always used to call me Milo. And I just hear her say Milo. And I'm like, fuck, I know who this is. She's like, why are you so depressed? This is why you were here. This time is when, this is why you chose to come to the earth. This is why you chose to be here. You chose to have these experiences so you would be this age at this time because you know exactly what to do. And it was in that moment, it was like everything just replayed Mm -hmm. like this super fast movie in my mind. And I saw everything just going like click, 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 click. And then the next day, I went on Facebook and announced that I was going to do a free course for four weeks for anyone that wanted to kind of recalibrate themselves and see what's going on and how they can work with their inner state of being and build a bridge between the conscious and the unconscious. And really just putting everything that I knew as a teacher, as an artist, as a a spiritual practitioner, and a general student of life and all of the esoteric and mystic arts in one unified stream of delivery. And that was, it was like that. It was like suddenly just bam, bam, bam. So then I thought, okay, I need to legitimize it. So I did a life coaching course, and then I did courses in coaching and like law of attraction, uh, working with limiting beliefs, all of this other stuff. And then that led me to studying EFT, which I did just over the past couple of months. And then I'm gonna add theta healing to that as well. So there's what's few... theta healing? Th- th- um, the- look, look, I can't speak, I'm speaking so fast. Theta healing, it's like the brain waves. So there you've got the uh, alpha, beta, gamma, theta, um, delta, that was it. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> the, the the theta state is one that is very good for suggestion. So conventional hypnosis is done a lot in the alpha state of brainwave. You know, when you're just sitting there watching something or doing something and you zone out, that's you slipping from beta, which is waking consciousness into alpha, which is that kind of hypnotic state. Theta is like, you know, next one down. We're in that theta state of being just before we go to sleep and when we wake up. And this is really good for suggestion and um, healing. So we kind of work on And That's on that.
0: what you're you're in you're in theta when you are doing meditation. At least I know for transcendental meditation, your yeah. brain waves are in, in theta, and and that's the best thing. That's the healing process of it all.
1: That's it. And I, I have studied TM as well. Funnily enough, in that period after I had to leave my job, I got um wow. some TM lessons paid for me, which was great. Wow. And so do you see, it's like the breadcrumbs, you know? All of this stuff, every Alessandra that you have been and ever will be and you now are all existing at the same time. So there's nothing to say a thought that you have in the future may not manifest as a breadcrumb for you in the present to follow. You know, we start thinking on on these lines, we can see how malleable reality is and we can rewrite the code of our reality so for me EFT was is rewriting the code of our emotions and how that influences us and as i said in the rooms on clubhouse i work from the perspective that our bodies are our subconscious mind because it's the hard drive everything that we experience we feel it first which is why this thing the project that we're doing about learning your emotional language is so important if you can understand what your emotions are You understand how they manifest in the body. You understand the sensations. You understand how you articulate them. What we're actually doing is we're mapping out a subconscious thought pattern because the subconscious mind expresses itself through emotion, feeling, beliefs, biases, and reactions. But then we turn the volume down on all of that by understanding it. We can see what the belief is after that. And the belief is no more than an opinion, reinforced by seeing something or experiencing something through a certain lens. So, if we do that, we take the lens out. We can start to see clearly.
0: I love that. What is something that you would recommend to people? Since our next, you know, topic of conversation is going to be about the word anxiety and the feeling of anxiety, um, what is something that you would recommend? to someone who has anxiety, A on the regular or B maybe like you who had a nervous breakdown and, and felt that because all the anxiety and all the stress kind of built up and built up and built up. And then it completely exploded. Is there something that you've Hmm. learned or just through your own experience of, of being so in touch with the, the force, if you will, um, since you were a child that you would recommend others to try?
1: Absolutely. Let's go from the practical to the mystical. Love it. So the first one would be understanding that your body is a fucking temple, basically. Mm -hmm. So how is your sleep hygiene? How is your relationship with stimulants across the board? Because caffeine and alcohol and tobacco, that stuff is bad for us, you know? Right. That's going to throw us off. And it's a cumulative thing biohacking as well looking at things like um like your friend who does the PIM. PIM Mm. looks amazing um we can't get that in the uk yet so i'm 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 patiently waiting for that um but something like that where we're looking at like the the the, giving the body a little bit of a boost in terms of the chemicals um but also things like ashwagandha because that builds up that lowers the cortisol in the body now bear in mind I'm not a medical doctor, so you've got to listen to your doctor first. (laughs) And this is, I'm just speaking from my personal experience.
0: Yes, Um, yes.
1: Magnesium and zinc as well, they help me a lot. So taking magnesium and zinc at at night, and then I also have melatonin sometimes to help me sleep, because sleep is the key. Even if Mm -hmm. I only sleep like five or six hours, I want to have a nice deep sleep. So making sure I've got some kind of personal ritual that I do, which is at the moment, I go up to bed, I put my headphones on and I watch the Clone Wars cartoon. That's what I do.
0: Amazing. (laughs) Amazing.
1: I watch two episodes and then I go to sleep because I want to give my mind that time to defrag from the day. Let it put everything to one side. Then moving on from that, Because first thing you want to do is create a perimeter that's secure. And the fastest way you can do that is making sure that your diet is good, you know, as much whole foods, organic foods as possible, home-cooked meals when you are able to, batch cook if you have to, try to stay away from the fast food, try to stay away from mass-produced processed food, because we are what we eat, you know. Mm -hmm. The next thing, meditation. Meditation absolutely meditation allow yourself space to breathe because life itself is alive as i'm fond of saying so life breathes in life breathes out we want to make sure that our in breath is in harmony with life's out breath right, and our right. out breath is in harmony with life's in breath so learn learn your rhythm learn mm-hmm. what that is and then learn how you can connect with your own sense of balance so balance for me is different for balance for you, as it's different for balance for the next person. This idea of a uniform balance, we just got to do away with it completely, because our individual balance is what brings about the collective harmony. Mm-hmm. And then from that, other things: limit your time on social media, stop comparing people, yourself to other people, because That's we so can have man. that. We can have destination anxiety. When we're talking about this kind of observing life processes and being at one with the force, we know that we're already where we're supposed to be in the moment and everything that's going to happen is going to come to us. And then the final way, if you want to turn this into some real high-level wizard shit.
0: Yes, we want that wizard shit.
1: Remember what I was saying about the black thread in the jacket? Yes. You can't really see it. So anxiety, let's take a similar approach. We want to weave it in. Anxiety is the flip coin of hyper-awareness. Hyper-awareness will tell you all of the possibilities in a situation based on your memory or your data. So if you want to work with that and become a high-level reality master in your own reality at that, learn the nuances of your anxiety to turn it into your personal superpower. Anxiety is there because of the unknown because there's a gap between us and the future which is why we did the future self meditation we don't know what's on this card whereas i know it is the magician yes the the magician is a person who is integrated and balanced and using all of the powers of their body mind as one to their advantage, but for the highest good and the highest good of the world at large. And that is my advice on how to work with anxiety.
0: Oh my gosh, it's like, how does one even continue on from this conversation? Because... (laughs) That is just, that is the wizard shit that we wanted. And we wanted everything and more. And you are someone that also believes in tarot reading as well. You use your tarot cards?
1: Absolutely. Every day, because the um, the tarot is a wonderful tool for us to connect with our intuition. Mm-hmm. And I'll make this as quick as possible. No, We're living fine. in we're living in the shadow of a belief system and a political cultural system like a socio political economic system that has had us worshipping at the temple of the conscious mind so everything that is like intuition feeling emotion all of these values the expressive natural values have been written off as savagery somehow unevolved all of these things yet civilization has risen and fallen a number of times and it's the intuition and the magic that the tarot allows us to connect with so i always advocate buying the standard deck first and learning that and working with that because tarot works with the language of symbols and symbols are something that we have had since time began we notice with the magician so he has the infinity symbol. I was
0: about to say the infinity symbol is on top, which is a full circle, which is a weird sign for me because the infinity symbol was the symbol of a television show that I did called Caprica, which was the prequel to Battlestar Galactica. So going back to the galactic shit that we always talk about. And every time I see an infinity symbol, I feel like I'm on the right path. It's so funny because I see it at random like I it's It's very rare when I see it and when I do it's at random times and it makes me think, oh, okay, like something good is going to be coming. So the fact that you pulled that out and the infinity symbol was on top is kind of this Weird moment for me, but why wouldn't it be weird if you're here with me and we're having this conversation? I mean, it just seems so on brand that this would be happening, and you know, everything is in the universe and it's the signs. But you're right, there are signs. I mean, you even look back to hieroglyphics, right? I mean, everything was done in not signs, symbols and symbols. Um, so so yes, it's the same Mm. thing. Like you're saying with the infinity sign above the magician.
1: This this is it. So with with the tarot, the way that the cards have been designed in the original deck, we are hacking into the symbols of the code of reality, essentially. And each of these symbols carries an electromagnetic resonance in the kind of the subtle energy field. So when we're working with the cards, we're kind of it's just imagine it like we're opening like Doctor Strange, and they open the portals. When we're putting the cards totally. out, it's like, we're, it's like we're doing that, and we're allowing the information to come through in the interpretation of the cards. But by doing that portal, we're essentially accessing our own ladder of consciousness, the pillar of consciousness from the right the way up, which is still just as, you know, we're yeah. in we're infinite fractalizations of a singular consciousness, wishing to its experience itself in an infinite number of ways. So why can't we access that stream of consciousness for our own development? Right. So with the tarot, it's a very practical way that if you wanna start surfing that wave, swimming in that river, tarot is an excellent way to do it. We've just been told to fear it because of the nonsense that we've been brought up with. And there is that primal language of symbolism that we would all be well-served to understand.
0: Is there a symbol that you see all the time where you know that's your sign that you're on the right path?
1: Mm, that's a good question. For me, it's become the lotus flower recently. Wow. Um, I was... Would you permit me to tell a very short story? Yeah,
0: Please. I, I, I <laughs> People are going to love this. It's so funny. Whenever we do um, a room, everyone who I'm friends with outside will write me and go, my God, I could listen to Alistair just read the dictionary and just the phone book. And just can he do my my answering <laughs> machine? So, yes, you are completely fine. We want to hear this story.
1: I, I think you've identified that I could get a side hustle going, doing audio books. That might be a good idea.
0: Or you um, could be a sex caller. You know what I mean—a phone sex operator. <laughs> that would work too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? That could be the the metaphysical <laughs> milf line or something. I don't know. Or something <laughs> that just just came to my mind. Um, the okay, that's it. <laughs> back in the room. Um, so I was doing um, a beta test of my online course, which I'm going to launch in the, probably about two months, in the back end of last year, which is all about the stuff that we talk about all the flipping time. you know. And I was shown a vision of the beginning of the universe. So what it was, was the, everything started from a single point of light And then it expanded outwards and opened like a lotus flower. And then the petals, the first layer of petals separated and began to dance as another layer opened and they separated and danced. And then it just kept opening. And yet when you'd get to say maybe the third or fourth layer, thereabouts, the initial layer that had separated began to fractalize and split off. And it just kept happening into infinity just all of these fractals coming out of the single point of light. So I've been working a lot with the symbolism of the lotus flower. So when I hear someone talk about the lotus flower, or they talk about fractals, to me, that's the thing. I'm like, aha, I need to speak to you, or I need to connect with you, or Mm -hmm. I need to say what I'm thinking and add this to the discussion. Because to me, that's the kind of the thumbs up, like, yes, this is what you need to be doing.
0: Do things come to you when you're in meditation or when you're dreaming? Is that when a lot of it comes?
1: It's just all the time. Right. So it, it, it began in dreams and then meditations, but then it would be if I'm with someone one-on-one and we're in a working situation of that nature. So I don't have it now because I believe in consent mm-hmm. and I believe that consent extends to all things throughout the observable reality and the metaphysical nature Right. because right. I know that in a lot of practice people will just say oh yeah I've seen this about you and this happened in your past life and they just throw it out there and right. it upsets me so deeply because what they don't realize is in that moment of non-consensual observation that person has just gone, let me have all of your karma. Thank you very much. There we go. I've added it to my bag. So the consent, if we were working together in a situation where we were doing like some of the meditations and the clearing or if we were doing that work, I would be able to access something. But what I would do is ask you questions so you could see it for yourself and I would guide you through that. Because all I'm doing is holding space. Because the right. magic is within you, and to me, it's having that discernment, knowing that what is coming from the kind of the higher inspiration, versus what is coming from, say, a trauma dialogue or ego, or these kind of things. Because sometimes when we're entering into that um, place of being very exposed, our memory starts to kick in and when the memory starts to kick in all we want to do is feel safe so maybe we start to to feel and visualize things that's coming from that place so it really is like being a jedi that is both jedi and sith as one
0: yes i love
1: that you know there is no dark there is no light there is only gray like the jacket woven in intricately oh my gosh
0: well, Alistair, I know that um the next episode that we are going to have together because we are going to have to make this, you know, a quite uh um what is it called, like a regular recurring moment um for the two of us is I would love 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 for um you know, you listening out there to write in a question um, DM either Alistair or myself, um, through Emotional Support Pod. Um, and we should start this conversation and, and, you know, from an in quote unquote non-professional way, but from a wizard way, um, just kind of give some, some thoughts and some words of wisdom and, um, just like what works for us and what doesn't work for us. Um, but Alistair, I'm going to ask you my final hmm. question that I ask everyone what is your emotional
1: support i've got it's the guitar wow it is yeah. the electric guitar i plug it in i crank it up whether that is on headphones because it's usually the middle of the night and i just i just clear my mind and i just go because in that moment i am in peace i'm at peace sorry because i'm at one with all of this energy that is flowing through me and it allows me to forget about the world and my day-to-day life and everything and just be a channel for this musical energy. And when I don't do that, quite frankly, I am in some low-level degree of disarray. Mm. So it's that. And if it's a hard reset, I log on to the PlayStation and blow some things up. (laughs)
0: do you like do you like Witcher the game Witcher
1: oh it's amazing I love it
0: (laughs) we play Witcher and I forget the other one there's another one that I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you about I'm forgetting the name and it's so beautiful and it's like this other world anyways so Appreciate that you are one of the same and you are, you have the force and we are in this galactic universe together and we have found each other and it is everything and more. Um, so Alistair, thank you so
1: much. support.